Good to see you back. Thank you for returning to the Sage Saith podcast, number 24.08.23-2. Selfish is not charity. Charity seeketh not her own. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Attention to the needs and sorrows of others with a constant readiness to give one's help is no justification for expecting a like return. Do good and lend, opening for nothing thereby, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the sons of the highest, for he is kind to the unthankful and to the evil. Luke chapter 6, verse 35. Charity does not give in order to receive. It gives without counting the cost and without measure, For it knows that the honor of serving and loving God in his creatures is ample reward. Charity loves, serves, gives, and spends itself lavishly, solely for the sake of loving and serving God and others, for the joy of imitating his infinite generosity, for the joy of feeling itself the child of the Heavenly Father who bestows his favors upon all without distinctions. What greater reward can there be than to be able to call ourselves and to be, in all truth, children of God? To enjoy this reward, charity seeks to fly from every earthly recompense and hides the good it does. Let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Matthew chapter 6, verse 3. It seeks by preference to benefit those from whom it can expect nothing in return. When thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends nor thy brethren, lest, perhaps, they also invite thee again, and a recompense be made to thee. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, because they have not wherewithal to make the come recompense. Luke chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. How the logic of the gospel differs from the logic of human calculations. Whenever a strong desire to give ourselves to God arises in our heart, it is accompanied by a similar longing to give ourselves to others solely for love of God. Then we no longer distinguish between serving God and serving others. We see God in everyone. We give ourselves to them in order to give ourselves to God, and we give ourselves to all as we would give ourselves to God. This was the attitude in the heart of St. Paul when he exclaimed, But I most gladly will spend and be sent myself for your souls. Although loving you more, I be loved less. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 15. Charity is patient, is kind, is not provoked to anger, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 and 5. Charity is never wearied, it never impatient with the ungrateful, is not irritated when repulsed, but perseveres in loving and doing good. Charity does not look for gratitude, is not ungracious, it is not offended when it meets with a lack of refinement or consideration, but In spite of the coldness and hostility which it may encounter, it continues its one work, to give itself, and to give itself always for the love of God. 
and at the same time, however, charity is not insensible to ingratitude and offenses. On the contrary, the more a heart is refined in love, the more sensitive it is to everything which is opposed to love. But it does not make use of its sensitiveness to defend its own rights, to protest against the ingratitude of others, or to demand some degree of justice. It sacrifices all these to God for the benefit of those who have caused its suffering. This is the characteristic of charity. It does not permit itself to be overcome by evil, but it overcomes evil by good. Romans chapter 12, verse 21. We all know, however, how difficult this is, how hard for selfish, demanding nature. Sometimes, just when one is about to perform an especially delicate act of charity for another, a strong feeling of antipathy toward that person arises from the sensitive part of the soul because of the absence of some sign or token of respect or consideration. This is manifestly a temptation which must be overcome as soon as it appears, that it may not take root. Anyone who would yield to these feelings and act accordingly under the pretext of justice or of teaching a lesson would soon become very exacting to the great determinant of charity. In community life especially, patient charity must be practiced the charity which knows how to pass over wrongs, little or great misunderstandings and offenses, one which knows how to accept calmly every pinprick, pinprick without even appearing to feel it or trying to show others that they have hurt us. With the help of God's grace and by struggling against the resentments of self-love, we shall attain to that charity which is completely forgetful of self. Then we shall be good to those around us, not justices of the peace, but angels of peace. Uh.